Hey everyone, this is Anthony Grant, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Hi, everyone. My name is Nikki Papayuanu, and I am the CEO and founder of a Toronto boutique PR agency called Nikki Inc. Today's guest is a comedian and actor who was showcased at the UK Paramount Comedy Festival, the South African Comedy Festival, Montreal's Just for Laughs, but he was also a special guest on the Russell Peters World Tour, as well as the Just for Laughs Ethnic Heroes of Comedy Tour and Vince Vaughn's Wild West Comedy Show. He's made my entire family laugh so hard they almost cried, and I just had to bring him to my audience. It brings me so much joy to welcome you to Angelo Tarukas. Angelo, how are you? Hi, Nikki. How are you doing? That's quite an introduction. Thank you. Very well deserved. Angelo, I need to know, who was your first audience? My first audience was uh, mom and dad, right, in the living room. Growing up, because I'm a little bit older than you, Nikki, my mom loved listening to Elvis and... uh, Tom Jones, who I ended up opening on a tour with him, a North America tour. We would sit in the living room, and uh, that was our first audience was our parents. I think like most kids, you know, you perform for your family. But did your family, like, support this? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, My mom has always been supportive of this, always, which is ironic for especially Greek parents because they always, you know, they went through a lot of crap and they always wanted you to be like a lawyer or a doctor or a businessman. Mom's always been supportive of it. She goes, I remember my father when he was alive, he was like, I don't mind that you're going to do this, but if you're going to do it, like do it right. You know, the Greeks were very like, if you're going to be this comedian or whatever you're going to do, then do it good. Don't like, let them laugh at you, but let them laugh at you for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons. And I understood what my father meant by that. I was lucky because I know a lot of comedians you talk to and their parents are like, no, it's, it's risky. It's show business. It's not secure income, traveling. Uh, you know, there's a lot of rejection, but yeah, they were kind of like, um, and, and my mom was a, always been a big part of my act anyway so she she gets a kick out of it so i was lucky that way you know what it's pretty amazing that your mom supported you and you know because a lot of creative (laughs) people they have to really work hard and they get that support later on in their careers so i want to give your mom a hug now let me yeah mom was great like that yeah what is the one thing that you think is a misconception about being funny like what does nobody know about what you have to do to get into that funny place here's the thing The Greeks coined this phrase, comedy is tragedy plus time, all right? So a lot of the comedy, psychologists, psychoanalysts always say that, you know, a lot of comedians, believe it or not, are introverts. And a lot of them are antisocial, if you can believe it or not. I'm different in the sense because being raised Greek, you're taught to be humble at a younger age, you know? If you have things, it's because you work for it. We have a different sensitivity when it comes to a lot of things. It's just the way we are. I, yeah, if somebody says to me, are you different than anybody in the world? Yes, we are. Because we have Filotimo and we have the Sevasmo, the respect. Filotimo is love of honor for people who may not understand what I'm saying. The truth of the matter is, is that it does come from places of pain, places of happiness, 
it comes from your situations. Now, let me ask, because I have a feeling that I know what the answer is, but have you ever made yourself laugh during a performance? I have because, you know, sometimes you don't realize it's absurd when you're saying it. And then what happens, even though it's my joke and you're talking to the audience, you start laughing with the audience because the audience is like, yeah, we get it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, that did happen that way. It's nice when an audience is on page with you and they're following what you're saying because they've been there and they understand what's going on. You know, so it's, it's kind of hilarious when I'll end up chuckling myself. I really liked um, one of the jokes that you said, if we were to translate, I'm going to change right. light bulbs as a threat to a child. That's hilarious. And my son, mm. who speaks a little bit of Greek, he's learning, would never understand that, even if I tried to explain that to him. It just makes me laugh. I did a tour at last November in Greece with Yorgos Hadzipavlo, who's a, a very nice uh, and very funny Greek comedian. And we did Thessaloniki, we did uh, Heraklion, Patras, and Athens. We sold out the whole tour. Love it. And it's funny, that bit I do about Greek sayings translated, the one I originally did when I went to Greece <clears throat> and did it at the Kakoyanis Theater. Funny enough, because we're in the diaspora, the Greeks kind of forgot about those sayings. Those were sayings we grew up with like living in Canada or Australia or what have not. <clears throat> they forgot about them. All I did was take them and translate and say, which, you know, for anybody listening, and it's almost like a one lady told me it's kind of like a Greek school class for my kids. They don't want to go to Greek school, but they love listening to your comedy. When I say things to them like, you know, popped out like a fart, all these sayings. So when I was in Greece, that video went viral. In Greece, which I didn't know, so it was like close to four or five million people, which is half the population of Greece, were watching it. Organic reach, what I didn't know, because we had put it out here and, you know, and then I was getting stopped at the airport and everywhere. So the Greeks, and I thought there could be a language barrier because we speak conversational Greek, but they're like rapid fire Greek. But it was interesting that they, the actual Greeks themselves, really enjoyed it. Because they'd come up to me going, we haven't heard those sayings in a long time. But they never thought of dissecting it. But for us, we had no choice but to. And I thought, this is, isn't it funny that you, this means everything in Greek, but when you translate it to English, really, what is it? Change your light bulbs. Said that to anybody, they look at you going, well, why would you want to change my light bulbs? I don't have any light bulbs. But in Greek, it's a swalaxota fota. You know what it means. Yes. You know, Greeks know what that means. Yes, that's a, a threat to change your behavior. But in English, oh, I'm going to change your light bulbs. Katsestavgasu. <laughs> sit on your eggs. Well, I don't have any eggs. I sit on them. That you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? As an actor or as a comedian? Either way. Dead or alive. I would love to work with Telly Savalas and John Cassavetes when they're in the Dirty Dozen. There are two Greek-American actors. It was great. And I'm friends with Telly's daughter, Ariana. She'd be a good guest for your show, by the way. She's awesome. Is she an actress? She's an actress and a singer. She's a great singer. She's in uh, Postmodern Jukebox. And she really owns the Greek part of it, too. And she's, she's beautiful. And she's such a great talent. Who inspired you? Who was your... I mean, was it Telly who actually was your inspiration? Uh, no, I, I used to watch Telly as a kid because my, my parents loved them, you know? It's weird. It was an anomaly. I like. I used to listen to comedy albums as a kid. So I listened to Bill Cosby, George Carlin, Rodney Dangerfield. You know, I listened to those guys. 
on albums, like on vinyl. And my mom would be like, go to bed. And I'd sit there listening. I loved, I loved listening to comedy. I thought it was so empowering to make people laugh. That's your gift. Here's a secret. I may be jumping a question on you here, but... No, it's okay. This is it, good. It's okay. People always say, what's the secret to anything you do? To me, it's practice. People ask me, hey, what advice? I get. I still get it asked all the time because I think people want a, uh, a formula or a magic pill. What's the secret to being a good comic? It's a dedication and just go everywhere and do it. Even do it where you can't do it somewhere. You know, like, I mean, don't... Because there, I think a lot, don't forget, we live in a generation where people don't want to put in the time. I, I, who was the guy that said you got to put in 10,000 hours to become an expert at what you do? I think it was Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell. And I think what Billy Crystal talked about that too. And you're right. And it's a dedication to it. So yeah, there's times where I really love what I'm doing. And there's times where it may not be going as good as I want it to go, or I'm not in the mood for it. But I, at the end of it, I still enjoy it. My friend goes, you're just gone for three weeks. You came home for a day and you're back at it. I go, that's that's dedication. But it also means that you, you're just doing what you love. So why stop? True. What was it like performing, you know, in the likes of Russell Peters? Well, you know, it's interesting. I've known Russell Peters for over 25 years now. And I'm starting to sound like that uncle from the war. I knew him back. <clears throat> I met Russell in Ottawa and, uh, you know, not when I was living there in like 1993. He was just a middle act, a split middle act. There's this a funny Indian kid from uh, Brampton, Ontario. And we met, it was just weird, you know. It was like, we met, he goes, hey, you know, and he says, hey, Malacca. I go, hey, Malacca. That was the third, first thing he said to me because he worked for Greeks in uh, Brampton. We became friends instantly. We hung out and we've been friends ever since. He's one, he's my best friend. You know, we ended up moving together to L.A. To he was my best man at my wedding. Very cool. But our kids even play together. His daughter and my daughter are friends. <clears throat> and they play together. So the thing about Russell, I got to do things with him I would have never done in my life. You know, I got to go tour. I mean, we did a world tour. I went to India and South Africa and, and Dubai and, uh, you know, Singapore, you know. Wow. Okay. So my last question for you is, do you have any Canadian show dates coming up that we can share with our audience if they want to see you do comedy live? We have a great tour coming up with another good friend of mine, Frank Spadone, who's an Italian-Canadian comic from Toronto. And we have uh, a great tour date coming up, Nikki. So we, what we're doing is we're doing October 3rd. And, and I'll, I'll break it here now. You're the first to hear about this. Nobody hears about it. We're calling it the Evil Eye Tour. So we're calling it the Evil Eye Tour because the Italians have the Malocchio and we have the Mati. And I do joke with it. So we're doing Evil Eye Tour, Frank Spadone, Angela Tadoukas. We're doing Hamilton on October 3rd. We're doing Richmond Hill October 4. We're doing Montreal October 5. And Mississauga October 6. Awesome. And then uh, in December... I'm going to be doing, uh, in Edmonton, I'll be at the comic strip in December, if somebody's listening, December 4th to 8th, I'm working at a great club, the comic strip. Perfect. Angela, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day for us. Uh, where can our audience find you? What do you? Are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter at uh, Big Ange Comic, B-I-G-A-N-G Comic, uh, Big Ange Comic on Instagram. Uh, Facebook at Funny Greek. You can see my comic page because my regular page is full. Or if you go to my website, which connects you to everything, it's at uh, funnygreek.com or tsarukas.com if you could spell it. So that's why I put Funny Greek because they can't spell tsarukas. 
Thank you, Angelo. I want you to keep making everybody laugh and hopefully we can interview you again on Superstar PR. Great. Thanks. Nice talking to you, Nikki. And thanks for having me on Superstar PR. I feel like a superstar now. You are a superstar. Thanks, Angelo. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.nikkiinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.